0: Hello and welcome to Banter and Chill with your host, Inni Baby. So here we are again with me talking and you listening to the sound of my voice. I just feel like there's something there. There's something you're not telling me. There's something that keeps bringing you back, and one day you're going to confess. Anyways, before I dive into this episode, I would really like to. Um, say that I am actually proud of myself, and I'm actually grateful to you all for listening. Because at the time of this recording, I already had like 94 plays on my um, podcast with the first couple of episodes I put out, and it's a win in my books. Is I mean, considering that it was, you know, at the time I'm recording this, the first set sort of episodes had not been out for up to five days, and I really gathered like 90 something plays. It's really a big win for me so that has made me bold that has gingered me so you know record the next episodes to give more dry jokes and just generally come back in your ear like I'm doing now. Today we're going to talk about difficult conversations and how to basically navigate the difficult conversations and talk your shit at the end of the day. Let's get into it. Know if you've heard of um, that myth about ostriches that if there's any sign of danger, they dig a hole basically and bury their head in the sand so they do not see what is happening around them. Now, you know, for the ostrich, that is a myth, but for you, it's actually true because some people, yes, all shade intended, some people. Um have that kind of reaction when it comes to having difficult conversations or when it comes to resolving conflict or when it comes to um, hashing out um, confrontations, basically, having to confront somebody. And so basically that's what we're going to talk about today. Why should you have difficult conversations? When should you have difficult conversations? Who can have difficult conversations? How do you that's an important one. How do you navigate this? difficult conversations well difficult conversations are basically as the name implies any conversation that is difficult basically please don't stress me that's the definition any conversation that is difficult any conversation that has to um, bring you out of your comfort zone in terms of vulnerability in terms of your emotions in terms of speaking up you know that is a difficult conversation any conversation that you're Hiding from, like the um, proverbial or mythical ostrich that is always burying its head, is a difficult conversation. Um, people avoid difficult conversations because you know they don't want to make matters worse, or they fear that they'll be attacked, or they are scared of being mean or haughty. or you know, this, for being mean, this is for people who actually maybe value the relationship they're in, so they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. So um, there's also the fear of being vulnerable. And there's the um, fear of having to explain yourself consistently. This is not really a fear, this is more like a concern, especially for people who have tried having the difficult conversations in the past. But um, it's like you always have to repeat yourself to the person all the time. You get tired eventually and you do not even, you are done. You do not want to have the conversation anymore. But the um, thing is, you should still have these difficult conversations. Why? Avoiding these conversations can lead to increased internal distress for you you ignore it or you refuse to accept it and talk about it It does not mean it will disappear or does not mean it will go away it's still there and bottling it up will not change anything rather it will just cause problems for you because you know you're not happy you know you're not satisfied you know you're restless in your in your spirit inside you you're not everything is not calm and instead of talking instead of letting it out you're swallowing it and causing yourself distress because you're you're maybe you're always upset at the person or you know you you just can't deal with the person as you should because you have pent-up frustration towards the person. Now the thing is pent-up frustration can also lead to emotional outbursts. You find that you're you're always angry or upset at the person or you're even transferring the aggression to other people or you just wake up one morning and everything is just upsetting you start crying you know. It's because you did not address it and tiny, tiny um, droplets of water make up an ocean. So now your ocean is now fully formed and it is now breaking down dams. So basically, whatever you don't talk about will come back to haunt you because it's going to get like, um, what's the word? Okay, when they say um, this is the final straw that will break the camel's back, you don't know how many straws your back can take until one will finally be the tiny thing that will tip it over and you find yourself you know raging or lashing out in any form and considering that we you know it's good to learn to keep your emotions in check having um, random emotional outbursts is not something that you really want for yourself and um, also avoiding the conversation can worsen your relationship with the person because over time resentment will grow And if resentment grows, there will definitely be a fence between you and the person, like a whole wall of resentment between you and that person. There are some advantages to having difficult conversations as well. Um, Difficult conversations help communicate value because you could have chosen to, I don't know, talk about the person behind their back or talk to someone else about it or just send a text or, you know, not do anything about it. But the fact that you chose to instead talk to them, um, it kind of communicates a sense of, I actually care about what is going on to the person. It kind of tells the person that you care about what is happening. Because generally people like to know that you hold them in high esteem or high regards. And basically talking kind of communicates that to whoever you're talking with. Then... um, these conversations can also reveal blind spots. Now, you may think you're perfect, although nobody's really perfect. You may think you're you're doing your best, you're doing good by people, until you sit down with them and have a chat. And then they'll be the ones to help point out parts of, you know, your character or parts of your behavior or, you know, scenarios where you're actually the one. You're actually the drama. You know, you're the drama. You're the one actually causing the problems or you start seeing how it was your action that led to their own um, reaction there's this thing i read somewhere i think it was a tweet that um some of you think you're such good partners because you don't cheat or you don't you're basically because you don't cheat meanwhile you're a narcissist you gaslight a lot your communication skills zero your empathy minus 10 over three so you get um the point i'm trying to make sometimes you think okay because you're looking at it from one point of view you're doing okay but then you see down with someone and you realize that you're not doing okay according to the person's books or right by the person's books you're far from doing okay I right? because uh, some people are be like oh my goodness i'm good to him i cook i clean and i don't got the ring yet but If you hear the Jeremiah Kemule, you start hearing legwork as if you're trying to win Techno Kamon in Computer Village. That could be the only problem. Or your baby's always telling you, oh my goodness, I want flowers, I want flowers. But you insist on getting her chocolates all the time. You're the drama. Fix up. Only communication will let you know where you're the one who is contributing to the problem. Now, having these conversations can also help increase trust and respect. Um you show people you respect them enough by coming to them directly to talk and because of that they tend to come back to you even if they want to talk about something random something else unrelated to whatever um, issue you guys had to hatch out they also come back to you because there's this kind of trust they have, being able to successfully navigate a difficult conversation is actually a very very decent skill to have and if you can do that people will tend to come to you more often to make sense of you know what they're feeling what they're thinking blah blah anyways um the last thing i want to add is that these conversations also bring clarity difficult conversations tend to bring clarity and it's not the clarity that people in modern day relationships do that they'll say oh my goodness are you around come over let's talk for closure and then after a meaning two minutes and 55 seconds of quote-unquote closure all you have at the end of the day is post not clarity that's not the kind of clarity i'm talking about have some shame and close your yash okay the clarity i'm talking about is understanding where you guys are at understanding what brought you guys there and knowing where you're going to go from there now the only way you can get there is having a conversation with words you know to help navigate conflict and reach common ground and understand each other's perspective better so now we're down to the last part of this episode where we'll actually enter how to have these difficult conversations if you're here to this point i'm going to say it again thank you but don't go away just yet this is the interesting and juicy part so um when you want to have a difficult conversation with somebody you have to first um play the scenario out in your head Consider the other person's point of view. Now, as you consider it in your head, when you hear them talk, also open your mind to understanding their point of view. You're not the only person in the conversation, so your word is not yay and amen, or your experience, your opinions, how your feelings is not the sum total of everything that you guys are going to talk about. So you have to open your mind up to the possibility of the other person's perspective. Um, Secondly, have an end goal in mind but be flexible. So, before you go to have this difficult conversation, know that, okay, this is what I want to achieve at the end of the day, but understand that you should be a bit flexible because you guys are two and um, can two work together if they're not in agreement? No. So, definitely both of you will have to find common ground. It might not be as close to your um, end goal as you want, but if it's pretty close, I mean, you can start from there. Sometimes, trying to give E for um, effort, like all these Let me bash relationship people again. You go to tell your boyfriend that, oh, you're done. You want to break up. At the end of the day, you find out that, okay, you're now friends who benefit with your ex. Baby steps, at least. You managed to break up. It's just that now. You're now in another uncomfortable situation. But, hey, you're making progress. I'm not going to judge you. (laughs) Then, you need to work on your listening skills as well. Let the person speak and listen to understand most times we will have um, things to talk about. We tend to, you know, want to get everything out. So you you don't let the other person speak most times. So let the next person talk. And as you let them talk, listen carefully to understand what they're saying. Don't listen to argue or listen to justify. Listen to understand where they're coming from. Then also learn to take care of yourself um, as much as you need to when you're navigating difficult conversations because they can be emotionally draining. So if you need to pause... If you need to like, okay, you can continue another day, you cannot continue anymore on that day, that's fine. If you need things around you to give you comfort, like food or music, have that around you as well, but take care of yourself while you're doing it so you do not burn out emotionally or um, end up attracting a dark cloud over your head and emotions for the next couple of days. Then this is something I do personally, but I would recommend that other people try it as well. You can make a note of everything you need to address. So that way, even if you get derailed or sidetracked, you you know, you know have your pointer, so you can always go back to the ones that you've not dealt with yet. Then also, um, speaking of being derailed or sidetracked, always prepare for that, because there are four things that can derail a difficult conversation. The first is denial. Um, when the person rejects what you're putting forward, so you're saying, um oh, you did this to help me. At person like, no, I did not. You don't know what you're saying. I did not do it. Maybe you're, you're telling the truth, but the person making you feel like, okay, what you're saying is wrong or you're the one who is lying. So the, people can reject um, the conversation or whatever you're putting forward. So um, learn to accept it and prepare for it. There's deflection as well. Some people, instead of having a conversation, they will change the subject. Some people are intentionally obtuse. And I'm sorry to use that word, but that's actually the best way to put it. So instead of saying, oh, I'm not ready to have this conversation now, I'm not in the mind space to have this conversation, they instead try to um, avoid it or change um, the conversation. So you're trying to have a serious conversation. Somebody is probably bringing in jokes or trying as much as possible. Oh my goodness, I'm describing myself. Jesus, therapy. <laughs> Anyways, deflection is another way. Um, whoever you're talking, we can try to derail the conversation. The next is disruption. So the person can interrupt by shouting, swearing, crying, cursing, you know, just generally doing stuff that will end up taking um, taking the conversation from where it was at to where it should not be. And if that happens, if you guys need to continue another day at school, just as much as possible, avoid them anything that's going to get physical with the person and just let the person do their thing, Is especially in the case where they're shouting, there's no use shouting back. So just... Let the person finish, you can continue on the, but make sure that you know points are made whenever you do get to talk. Um, the fourth and final way, not necessarily final, but the last um way I have here that people can try to derail difficult conversations you're trying to have with them is dumping. You know, dumping happens where you're trying to have a conversation, but they change it into a blame game. So I come and I'm like, okay this is what you've done to hurt me or this is how I feel about what you've done. And next thing you know, the person is reminding you of all the 1,001 times you've done same thing or all the times you did um, something to hurt them and they did not do or say anything hurtful to you. Basically just try to make you feel guilty. You know, when all you wanted to do was have a conversation to, um, you know, talk about whatever it is both of you are going through and next thing you know you're suddenly the one at fault with a lot to apologize for. So the last and final way to um, navigate a difficult conversation is to brainstorm solutions together. Most people leave out that part. So I understand that you've told me that I did this to upset you. Where do we go from here? Carry the person along like let me use relationship people again you are bashing them you just know that my own love life is in shambles but hey let's not turn tables anyway when you are done talking with the person you guys are done having the conversation decide on where you're going from here together people in relationships for example you want to pick up with this person you guys have had the conversation that okay this is what you've been doing this is what you've been doing and i don't like it you live there you know in your heart and your soul that you're done You're not in it anymore. You do not tell the person, and you, the person will not be surprised when you start asking up and like, oh, I'm done with you. You never said that. Okay, from this point onward, we're done. As much as possible, whatever um, conclusion comes out of the conversation is one that both of you are fully aware of. Do you understand? And if possible, both of you made that decision together to um, take this step or that step next. Now that being said. I think I've covered everything I have to cover on the topic of um, navigating difficult conversations. This particular episode is already getting to 20 minutes. So I'm going to round up now and leave you alone. If you listened to the whole thing, thank you once again. Um, If you loved it or if you learned a thing or two, please let me know. Don't forget to um, share the podcast with family, with friends in group chats anywhere you want to share please share it force people to listen we um endorse violence here in this house so you can force people to listen don't beg them force them anyways <laughs> if you're not forcing people to listen you can also um leave reviews and um comments tell me how you find this particular episode if any part of it at all you know got to you or you learned a thing or two as i've already said before let me know if there's a difficult conversation you'll be holding out on the moment you end this pod and you're done sharing it go and have that conversation even if you're in the middle of the road stop right there call that person talk your shit have that conversation i need to have you know a difficult conversation or two that i need to have and i'm hoping that by the next episode we'll all be in a better place generally yeah we'll all be in a better place so um I think that's all I have left to say. Now, I bid you adieu. Bye.